0: Welcome to another episode of We're Getting There. It's a podcast for people like us who are just works in progress, and maybe you're one of those few people that have perfected this thing we call life. And it might not be the podcast for you, but I think for everybody else, um, you're in good company here. So um, welcome. And it's been a real long time, and we really apologize. So uh, we uh, thank goodness we didn't make a resolution. We just made a goal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say that we... It's funny because we, I think we talked about that last podcast that we made a goal for us to release a weekly podcast and then, um, sinus infection 2.0 set in, um, on brother Justin here.
0: (laughs) Reverend Justin.
1: I thought you preferred Bishop, Bishop
0: Bishop, Fox. Fox. That's the inside joke we'll talk about later.
1: Um, but anyways, yeah. So he was struggling, he was on the struggle bus for a good two and a half weeks, I feel like.
0: So I'm back, mostly. Um, If there's a little bit left in my voice, I apologize. But yes, we are back. Um, Also, winter in Ohio hit, Mm -hmm. and it went from a normal winter temperature of 30s and 40s to...
1: 30s and 20s, I would say. Yeah,
0: to negative 40 degree wind chill in a matter of days. Well,
1: but you forgot, before that, we had like snowpocalypse, so... So we hadn't had, I mean, more than a dusting of, you know, maybe an inch or two, which is pretty mild for Ohio. And then a couple of weeks back, we had that, you know, we had about eight inches, at least here around our house. Everybody was level two and three snow emergencies. And then that all melted and went away because it got up to like 50. And then we went back down and hit negative wind chills.
0: Yes, it was pretty stupid.
1: And... <laughs> It was crazy.
0: We, I mean, you literally couldn't be outside for more than a.
1: Yeah, they were telling everybody to stay inside. That minutes. it would like hurt your lungs to go out. And then today, we topped out at like sixty degrees.
0: Almost sixty degrees, and tomorrow is going to be in the single digits or negative wind chill. Yeah. In a day, it's it's crazy. So <clears throat> we are glad to be here and um, glad to be back. So we're gonna jump. You, uh,
1: you know, speaking of weather, I don't even know if, what's the groundhog's name.
0: Puxatani Some, yeah,
1: Puxatani Phil. Phil. I don't even know if he saw his shadow or not. I don't know. So maybe you could let us know <clears throat> on our page. Let us know if we are supposed to have six more weeks <laughs> please, of winter or...
0: Please, dear God, don't... No, don't, please. We can't take it. You know, you know baby,
1: it will. You know, so, true story. When we were dating... We were dating or married? Were we were married when we went to go see um, All-American Rejects and Bowling for Soup. Dating. Dating?
0: Yeah.
1: Um... It was in April and we drove from here close to, uh, so we're on the, we're in Northwest Ohio and we drove from here over to Cleveland, which is Northeast, sort of East ish. It's center East. It's pretty East, right? Yeah. Um, anyways, we drove and literally here we were wearing like, I feel like we were wearing t-shirts and jeans. Like it was like maybe fifties. Yeah. And then we drove into a blizzard.
0: Yeah. in april it, it was great. crazy it that's, so, so
1: that's the joke around here if you don't like the weather in northwest ohio wait five minutes
0: so we are happy to be here we're excited to to talk about this next section um and honestly it's been a long time coming we've actually sat down and and talked about it a couple times so we're we're excited for it so we've been walking through the book his needs her needs uh, how to the fair proof for marriage by william f harley jr and we discussed um continuing to discuss, uh, the top needs of men and women. Um, so we've talked about sexual fulfillment and, uh, recreational companionship for men and affection and intimate conversation for women. So we're going to move on to the next couple chapters that discuss, um, her need and his need number three. Uh, so uh, let's take it. Uh,
1: Yeah. And again, guys, these are just, um, on average, what the author of this book found to be true. He's a counselor and has counseled many couples and he did surveys and stuff like that. And this is what, um, on average he found to be true, um, as far as what the top needs of, of men and women are. So, you know, we, we have a saying that we like to use, um, in the meat and spit out the bones and not that, not that we're suggesting that he delivers any bones. But what I mean by that is if, if you don't feel like these are as accurate for you, that's okay. It's still, it's still good info and good practice to, um, to look into what your, your needs are and what your spouse's needs are and learn to, um, meet those as best you can and, um, really keep their love banks full. So moving forward, this, um, this next section we're going to talk about is her need. Um, so a wife's need her, the, the top, we're at the number 3 now is that um she needs to trust him totally she needs honesty and openness um so you know i feel like we could talk forever about this but we'll try to keep it brief um you know basically it, you know he just talks about how women need to feel like they have all and every access to their husband in whatever way, um, in whatever way makes them feel most comfortable. And this is, um, and I already know what some people are going to think as soon as we start saying this, it's going to be, oh, well then, you know, that looks like I don't trust him or that looks like, you know, I think he's up to something or he's being shady or whatever. And I, you know, I just want to just nip that in the bud just first off that wanting to, wanting to feel secure in your marriage as a woman is is a high emotional need and you don't need to feel bad or or feel like for whatever reason it means you don't trust him or you think he's up to no good you know we we seek to to um, give our spouses the benefit of the doubt um, but this is something that he just in his findings, found as very important to women.
0: And I think he you know he talks about that there's no need for privacy and that sounds in our culture it sounds a little backwards <laughs> to be honest but um, it's true and, and he talks about I love his quote and he talks about that that these are things that just that people with great marriages already do. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you go for financial advice, you don't go ask the guy down the street that's you know barely making ends meet and living. You you ask the rich dude, you know, the successful business person. How did you make it? What did you do? Same thing here. Um, you, he needs. Uh, he was trying to explain um, that uh, when in his you know seeking and and looking that these are some characteristics and some traits of what good marriages have in them. So again, no need for privacy. This would include things like bank information, mm-hmm. phone, um, you know, passcodes nowadays, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, it, sign on information for, mm-hmm. you know, emails or social media, whatever it is. Um, if you, if you have it, you should be sharing it with your spouse. Um, you know, uh, I think that that's pretty blanket statement there.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've, we've even encountered where, you know, there've been husbands who have said, my wife doesn't need to know, um, this or that my wife doesn't need to know what my Facebook login is or whatever. And, and you want to talk about creating doubt, Mm -hmm. um, in your marriage, man, you tell, tell your wife, she can't have a password or tell your wife, she doesn't have access to, you know, your phone, if she wants to look at it, you know? And again, um, again, this is not about, you know, snooping because of mistrust or whatever. Not that you don't have a right to do that as well, but, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about just the comfort in knowing that you have access to your husband, um, is just really important. And, um, um, that, um, you know, Oh, the, the, another thing he talks about is telling your spouse, your itinerary for the day. So beyond, you know, passwords and emails and all that stuff, um, knowing where you're at, you know, even when Justin's at work, I like to know, you know, what he's doing. And again, not because I'm, you know, suspicious or whatever, but because, um, because it's just, you know, the, even the Bible talks about that. Um, what's the verse about idle hands?
0: Mm, I,
1: I know. See, this Put is Put me on the spot. I know we shouldn't bring up scripture unless we have it absolutely memorized.
0: Yes, but there, there is a, you know, it's in there somewhere. It just talks
1: about how idle hands are, are dangerous. And so it just talks about, you know, so I, I always think of that about, you know...
0: There's an accountability for your time. Yes, that's and what I, that's I think what that I that's getting at. What that's he, what he alludes to in the book. His his quote, quote is um, that he provides his spouse... For for his entire marriage, he's been doing this. Um, His entire itinerary for the day, he said, she should be able to call and verify where I've been. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, that sounds, I mean, talk about foreign. That sounds completely foreign. Um, But he said that he's, he said, I've never, and I've never had an affair, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not to say that's the one thing. It's not a silver bullet, but it's an example of something he does, not just to not have an affair, but to make his wife Fulfill a need in his wife and that's the extent that they've chosen to go to and i think mm-hmm. that we while while my itinerary doesn't change very often um but when it does i mean i try to let i try to let you know and the times when i haven't have been the times that's produced a new anxiety or concern mm-hmm. and um i think that that's you know something that that can help ease that is here's where I'm going. I mean, we expect it out of our children. At least we do. Mm-hmm. We say, who, where are you going? Where are you going to, who are you going to be hanging with? How long is it going to be? Mm-hmm. I mean, we just do that out of a common courtesy. Um, so I think that at least the, how I was growing up, that was what was required of me was, I know we all grow up differently, but those are the, some basic information where you're going to be and when you're going to be home and who you're going to be hanging with.
1: And I will speak from experience that when you have parents that don't do that, likely, the answers to those questions are not a, not good answers. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I know for me, you know, I was off doing whatever I wanted to do um, because I wasn't asked those questions. And um, anyway, it's just, you know, I, you know, you guys have heard a little bit of my story and how I grew up and how my parents were. And, you know, my dad had very, like, he he had our computer on lockdown like we were we grew up where desktops were your only option you didn't have internet on your phone yet or you know whatever actually internet had just come out when I was a kid so um you know our computer was on lockdown and I don't suspect I mean I I don't know but I don't I don't suspect it was for any other reason other than my dad Um, thought that we might destroy it if we Hmm. had access to it and he wasn't watching us,
0: you know, but even my
1: mom, she really didn't know how to work the computer. And I thought like, that's a big deal. I think that, I think that if there's something that I can speak to, I've heard over and over and over again, wives say something like, you know, Oh, I don't even know how to work our computer. or I don't even know how to look at this or that, or I don't even know, you know, and, and whether they will ever tell their husbands or not that has to, I I know it would for me, and I know it would for some of the women I know, if not all of the women I know, um, that would breed a little bit of insecurity. Not because you necessarily think that your husband's up to something, but because you feel like if he wanted to be, he could be, and you would have no way of knowing because you don't, you're not familiar with this technology or that technology. So even just you know if you if you husbands, if you have a wife who's not super computer savvy, you know even just the gesture of you showing her, hey, by the way, if you ever wanna know what my schedule is, here's where you can go into my work email and find out what 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 my meetings are for the week or where I'm gonna be at or you know if you ever wanna you know. what, what, just whatever it is, even the gesture that she might never take you up on it, but even just the gesture of her knowing that you're willing to do that just speaks volumes that you're willing to be, um, honest with her about that kind of stuff. Um, but anyways, I was going to say, you know, my parents, they had, my dad had a lot of separate things. Like he had our computer on lockdown. Um, he had a separate bank and a separate visa and my mom was never allowed to know what, know, he spent his money on and my mom and dad had his money, her money. And that was a huge, um, stressor in their marriage. I feel like that was a big, one of the big parts of, of why they're no longer married. So,
0: well, and I think it's just foreign to us. We've always had a joint account and, Mm -hmm. you know, while we do have other accounts, they're not in only one of the other person's name. Like we, you know, we can both have access to every card, every, Mm-hmm. you know, everything that involves money, because we, we consider it a joint venture right. here. Right. You know, it's not your money. It's our money. It's our house. It's our kids. Right. Um, so another, another topic though, um, and I'd like you to speak to it a little bit is emotional honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but, um, can you maybe talk a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. So, um, emotional honesty, um, this really came into play for us a couple of times, especially because um, early on in our marriage, um, and then when Justin got let go from the church that we were at in Tennessee, we struggled for a bit financially. Um, and for Justin and probably a lot of men who have strong work ethic and a, a drive to provide and take care of their family, that's like that's a huge hit for men to not feel um emotionally or to not I'm sorry not to feel financially secure and that leads to um a lot of if you have especially if you have the personality that Justin has a lot of self um imploding like you you just stuff and stuff and stuff and you don't you don't want to talk about how you're feeling like Uh, you know, um, you're feeling unable to provide, or you feel like a big loser, or you feel like you can't do the things you're supposed to do. You feel like you're not performing well. You feel like, you know, you're letting everybody down. And instead of being, um, honest about those feelings and instead of talking about them, what, especially people like Justin who are not naturally, well, I mean, I don't think men in general are naturally good at talking about their feelings, but, um, you know, as an introvert, you're not, I wouldn't even say you're an introvert. As somebody who, who's more of a don't speak unless spoken to kind of guy, you know, you're just more likely to bear your own burden. Yeah. And for us, that led to, um, that, well, ultimately, that that's what led to um, your pornography addiction if right. you wanted to touch on that
0: oh i just think that you know for us it's been something where we've um you know for me i've seen the um like you said the stuff it method of um emotional honesty or lack thereof um and, and what happened for me uh, was was it it kind of boiled over to, to a point where I I had to be okay for everybody, Mm -hmm. um, and in my mind. And, uh, so I, I felt like if I just said I was okay, um, and I obviously, and I've touched on this before, but you know, that is something that, you know, you feel like you, pornography is something you feel like you can control. Mm -hmm. You never can. Um, but it's something that you're like, well, everything else sucks. And this, you know, a releases, Something in my brain that makes me feel better, and um, I can control it. So there's two good, you know, things there in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just gonna say I'm okay. Everything's fine. And then at the end of the day, I'm, you know, it'll be it'll be the last time here. It'll be the last. I'll control it. I'll get over it. And I'll just keep telling myself and everybody else the lie that I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think that what we realized is. Um, I was just going to say our, our quote, but I won't, um, like how we're honest with each other. We, we have our own little saying, um, and so you should create your own. That's all I'm going to say about that. But just, how you are completely honest, 100% at all costs, whatever that means, you need to be honest. You need to say how you're feeling, even if it hurts the other person a little bit or, 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 you know, brings up something that might not be uncomfortable. It was, um, in our best interest (laughs) to do that.
1: Ask us what our saying is in person, and we yeah, might tell you. Yeah, we'll tell you. We'll tell you. Um, but yeah, so for 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 us, I mean, it led to um, there were a couple different times in our marriage that 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 that, that Justin not being um, emotionally honest and not letting me know. You know, there actually one of the times I I I knew that he was stressed out. I knew that it was bothering him um, the situation that we were in. And I said, you know, I would say, you know, babe, do we need to, do we need to be careful here? Do How are you feeling? How are you doing? And I, I, as his wife, I, because I love him and I really w- wanted to be able to care for him, um, as best I, as best I could anyway, he, he still just, um, at that point was unwilling to, kind of bear, bear it all to me. And so, you know, it led to just, just a a feeling uh, for him, um, a feeling of desperation and feeling like he didn't really have anywhere else to turn aside from self-medicating, you know? And so, um, I mean, and that's the root of all addiction really is, is a need to self-medicate to get rid of some sort of, you know, demon on the inside or, you know, whatever. Um, and so just um, husbands being willing to, you know, talk about how they're feeling and how they're doing. And then on the other side of that, something that we learned as well, because um, I, can't, I can't let Justin take all the credit for his unwillingness to be um, emotionally honest with me. I have to tell you guys, I, for the longest time, was not super approachable. Um, I was very merciless in my, um, I just kind of grew up with this very, um, well, obviously I grew up in a home where it was just say whatever you want and everybody just has to deal with it, especially if it's true. If it's true, you can just say it and automatically it being true gets you off the hook. Even, even if it's a terrible mean thing to say. Um, but I also grew up in a house where it was just like, um, you know, I had siblings who made a lot of mistakes early on in life. So I grew up very, um, pedestaled when my parents put me up and, oh, look at Melissa. She's so, she's so smart and she's so good and she doesn't break any of the rules. And she does. And so I was, I grew up very well. If you just made good choices then, the, then you would, you know, I just very unapproachable in my in the way that I dealt with. I lacked a lot of empathy right. for anybody's desperation or anybody's situation. I felt like, well, you know, make better choices. I've got it all together. Yeah, I've got not, it all. Not
0: you, and you know, but that's kind but of no. The that's mentality. how I. That's how I sure. felt
1: until God broke me um, and made me realize that that I am. That but by the grace of God, there go I. Any day of the week, I could be any any one of the people that I ever thought the thought, well, if they would just make better choices and get it together like me, they wouldn't be suffering so bad, you know. I even thought that about my mom and her depression. I used to think that. I used my mom suffered with anxiety and depression. I used to think that. I used to think, well, she would just
0: Run to Jesus. Run
1: to Jesus, she would be fine. And you know, and obviously to an extent that's true that 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 God does help us through those things. but yeah, I just had a very a very cold attitude towards people who were hurting and so, and so um when wives be approachable, be someone that your husband can come to and say, babe, I'm struggling with this, that or the other thing, and you're not going to be the wife that's like, well, if you would have chose to get a better job or if you would have chose this career, or if you would have, you know, if you would do this or that, you know, just, just be approachable, be someone where, you, you know, your husband can go to you and say, you know, babe, I'm struggling with this. And I'm, I'm, and even, even if, if your husband's dealt with some of the stuff that Justin's dealt with, he needs to be able to even come to you and say, you know, Hey babe, I was tempted to look at porn yesterday because I'm really struggling. And, 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 and if he didn't succumb to that temptation, but he's willing to tell you that he, that he was tempted, man, what an opportunity for you to just, to just envelop him with, you know, love and prayer and, and encouragement and, and just reinforce that, that he doesn't have to go there, um, instead of, freaking out like I'm sure I would have done 10 years ago I would have been like what and just freaked out and how dare you even think about something like that you know
0: and I th- <clears throat> something that you, you know, you've, you've said before is mercy triumphs over justice, obviously the verse yeah. that, that has come to mind a lot. And we see that in in Jesus. We see that in the, you know, the, the woman caught in adultery, the one yeah. you know, at the well, that he's kind and merciful and his, that his kindness leads us to repentance. And mm-hmm. I think that that's what we, what you have, have come to know and come to realize. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, good, good info. Mm-hmm. Um So let's jump to his need, uh, in the interest of time, let's jump to his need. So his need number three and, um,
1: you're lucky they can't throw rocks and tomatoes at you. I was just
0: going to say, get out of my brain. I was just (laughs) going to say, um, I'm going to say this and then like duck. So, (laughs) and it's not me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the, it's the dude that wrote the book. So, um, he needs a good looking wife. Physical attractiveness is, is key here.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: Dun dun dun. All right, so <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you take this for a minute. Anyone that
1: that listens to this from our church is going to be snarling at you on Sunday. I know, I know.
0: So just joking. So, <laughs> so you know, again, take it up with William. Uh, yeah. You know, he he wrote it, but he <laughs> he likens wives who who let themselves go to a husband quitting his job and not providing.
1: Yikes. And go. Me? No, <laughs> yeah. I've been talking.
0: So, so, he, you, you know. You go
1: on and talk about, yeah, I'm talk get, about how good looking hang, you think I am. i hang am, myself
0: is what it is. I and no to talk to me.
1: how I've maintained um, my.
0: Well, here's the deal.
1: 18 year old self that you, that you fell in love with. Here, here's the deal.
0: <laughs> um, you know, we. We always can improve, you know. Most people, at least in in life that, that have children and, and a job and, and stuff, can always improve in in their their looks. Except uh, me, I was just saying. You're I was supposed not, to say, "Accept, accept you, baby." I'm gonna, oh, sorry. Um, they, they 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 can. Most people except my wife can improve. Um, <laughs> in in that area, and so you know, being more fit, and and I think that, um, there's obviously you know as you get older, there's aging. Right. But he makes a distinction. It's not an excuse to his words, not mine. Gain a bunch of weight and not dress up. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what he says.
1: Yeah, it's exactly what he says. <laughs> um, yeah, ladies, listen, this is not, um, I I know that the, 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 the tension here is that, you know, I, I know that I know women, I can hear women saying it, is that, you know your husband should love you for more than just your looks, and that is true. There is more to you than than your looks. There's more to you than um, than than that, but in fairness, your looks are likely the very first thing your husband noticed about you in the first place.
0: Um, it wasn't for me; it was your holiness, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was your spiritual maturity. <laughs> yeah. The, the the fruits of the spirit were evident.
1: Yeah. they were so evident in they my were evident in my
0: in your walk.
1: My <laughs> 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 in my spaghetti oh. strap tank top and jeans. Oh. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. Um, Inappropriate. All right. Uh. No, so you know your your looks are what drew your husband in. Likely in the first place, and so. Um, now, like, like, like Justin said, the author, you know, he understands there's aging and we, we, um, well, none of us will ever look the way that we did, especially if you're, you got married young, like Justin and I, you know, you're not going to look the same as you did, you know, then now, you know, and I certainly won't look this way in another 15 years, even the way I do now. And so there's, you know, that's not to say that you won't age and, and whatever, but you know, but but Justin says this all the time. You know, we're aging together, so you know, I don't think that any man expects that his wife is going to stay the same while he gets gray hairs. And well, if
0: he does, he's an idiot, but um, the I think that the the point he's making here to to um to get right to the point is that there's there's a sense in which obviously guys find different things attractive, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, doing something your husband finds attractive in you. Yes. Now, again, if he's putting, we're we're all talking about moderation kind of common sense stuff here, but you know, obviously if he's being crazy and he's trying to put certain rules on you or say you have to be a certain size, you know, whatever,
1: obviously we don't condone that. We're
0: not talking about that. We're talking about the, the things like I like that you have long hair. Yeah. If that, if that's if that's something that he says, uh, you know, and I would prefer, I prefer when you wear this or mm-hmm. these types of things, and uh, again, there is some sort of boundary to that too. Sure. So all of this is is taken, but but if at all possible, right. you know, dressing away or, or or being away or looking a certain way that your husband prefers is a is a need of his. He needs a a, a physically attractive wife, whatever that means to him. And to you.
1: And and let, let's add to that, that, babe, what is the most attractive thing to any man? Confidence. Confidence. Absolutely, 100%. He, and so, um, ladies, if you're doing the things that make you feel confident, because here's the reality. No one feels confident being extremely overweight and, um, and never, you know dressing you know never never getting out of um sweatpants and (laughs) three x large t-shirts or whatever it is you know i'm not trying to to be you know rude by any means but um you know no one no one feels confident or at least not a lot of women i know especially I, i should i should i should backtrack and say if you were a certain size before like when you got married like if you if you were this size when you got married and now you find that you're you know extremely larger than that i would venture to say that not very many women women feel confident as confident as they did when they got married and so this is talking about you know learning to do the things like you know i could i could go to the gym and you know, I could go to the gym consistently for two weeks and I don't necessarily see a huge change in my body, but I feel different. And even in that, like literally the scale could say nothing different. My clothes could not fit that much different, maybe a little bit, but not really, you know, but the, the, the confidence that just feeling good about myself brings like it it just it just changes the you know Justin notices that he notices that I'm that I'm um that I walk a little bit taller and that I carry myself a little bit you know sassier for lack of a better term as if I could get any sassier than I am but
0: that is not possible um but I think that (laughs) where you know where we've talked about even um we we've said that this is a you know, like PG thirteen talk yes. right okay so you, even even like as when you are in kind of that time of the month of um, you know being uh, fertile uh, in that <sighs> time of the month um, you know the the way that that in which most women who are are still in childbearing age look and they, they say it's a scientific fact they just. They are confident, they're confident. They're more attractive. Yeah, and the guys just can't help. Yeah, themselves. we're talking
1: about science here, so you yeah, can't be science. offended.
0: Um. So. So anyway. So there, there's all of these things, and and like I said, it's it's like it's like a husband who says, "I'm going to provide for you when you get married." You know, I'm going to provide. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to get an education. Whatever it is, I'm going to do these things, and then he just quits his job and sits at home and eats bonbons. You know, that's like, whoa, wait a minute. I thought you were this, mm-hmm. this is what you advertised here. yeah. And I think that it's not, it's, it's not to say again, things can't change. Maybe he gets a different job. Maybe it's not quite as good paying, but he's still paying the bills. Um, you know, things, when you're aging, you, things change. You, you're not always going to be that. You're not always going to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, or whatever, you know, you're going to, sometimes you're going to make a little less, but it's still going to be what you promised and what you, what you advertised. Yeah. Um, and I think that, um, to to kind of go to another um, s- same topic but another point um you know again the things that we do doing them for the other person mm-hmm. um i kind of mentioned you know hair um mm-hmm. or dress uh, i'm not a bit i'm not stylish so i, I would i i yeah. don't ever pick things out for you but you, you ask me, mm-hmm. um, you and, and because you care mm-hmm. what I think, yeah. and I think in a relationship, you know, you should just try to care what the other person thinks. It is, is it your hair? Yes, absolutely. You know, is it your clothing? Yes, but you, you care if I like your right. your eye makeup, right. like you, you know. Well,
1: because here's the thing. Here's the thing. And if I'm, you know, I might end up calling some ladies out, but I'm, but that's okay with me. If if you're more concerned about what, you know, the guys at work or the guys at church or even the ladies at, at work or at church or other people are thinking about how you look, if you're more concerned about that than you are about how your husband thinks you look, then there might be some sort of heart issue that you have there. Because, you know, like we've talked about before, it's it's this dance of you know, if, you know, when, when, when I do this, because my husband likes the look of it, then my husband dotes on me and tells me how amazing he thinks I am. And, and then I gain confidence. And then that makes me even more attractive to him. Like, it's like, it's that, it's that whole mutual submission dance that we've talked about before. And, you know, I, I, I wear my hair this way because, Justin likes my hair this way, you know, and and that's what makes me feel confident. You know, I think that a lot of women tend to take on the, the attitude, well, I I need to do what I like or what I think looks good, and to an extent, yes, that's true, but where does your but your confidence in how you look in reality should come from your husband, um, and and I will say I have to say this before I let you uh, take over um, and finish, finish us up. I have to say this, that men, if you, two things, if you notice that your wife is making an effort to, to work out or to, you know, dress up sometimes. And, you know, actually I, I very seldom, I will just admit this. I very seldom wear much more than leggings and a tank top when I'm at home with the kids and we're homeschooling all day.
0: Which, by the way, is just fine with me.
1: Yeah, so he he's fine with that. But I will say that the other day, after I I had um, we'd gotten done with all our schoolwork, I had gone and did my workout, and I came home. And instead of you know him coming home to sweaty, gross workout wife, he came home to I had I took a shower and I curled my hair and I put on this cute new sweatshirt that I bought. It says, "Let us be." Let
0: us be friends let us be friends as in like as
1: as in like lettuce like iceberg lettuce (laughs) um so but anyways but it was cute it was a cute top and i put a little bit of makeup on and man when he walked in the door he was all smiles and all hands as well it was a hey (laughs) um and and so you know that but but i've got a license
0: and it's okay yeah
1: so that's that's just to say when you when you do when you do put in the effort you know it's it's they notice it and husbands stinking notice it Mm -hmm. if your wife puts in the effort
0: you better stinking notice you're gonna tell on yourself about my glasses
1: yes so justin just got new glasses and he got and i was there in fairness i was there when he picked him out because i wanted to give him my opinion on the glasses and tell him what i thought he should get and um, I, I, I made the joke that I'm the one that has stare at him all the time. So, but anyways, I, uh, I met him at home Depot after, after he had picked up his new glasses and I did not say boo to him <laughs> about him wearing his new glasses until like 20 minutes into our time there. I said, Oh Yeah. Nice new glasses. I said, I'm really sorry that I didn't say that first, and you know, cause he's a dude. He's like, I don't care, and I'm like, yeah, but if that would have been me, I would have crucified you for not saying it the first thing out of your mouth. And I and I know I would have, I would have just been a- annoyed that you didn't notice. But but so men notice notice it if means your wife something to yes them. it does it means yep. something if your wife is putting in the effort take take notice of her. Yep. Um, and oh, and then sorry, second thing. Don't like when it comes to aging, especially, or, or a- after having a baby or whatever, like I've heard wives say crazy stuff that I'm pretty sure I would have decked Justin in the face for saying like, I've heard, I've heard, like here's wives, an elliptical
0: tubby. I mean, yes, <laughs>
1: yes. We had a, we, we've had friends say, you know, Hey, go down and get on the elliptical, like literally a week after having a baby. And we're like, whoa. Or, you know, I've heard wives say, yeah, my husband makes fun of my post-breastfeeding boobs and, you know, calls them pancakes or whatever. And I'm like, I can't. Like, that." Stop
0: it. Yes. Stop it right now. See, and and that's the thing. Again, we're talking about, like, what we would consider common sense. And it was sad that we have to say these things. But, like, But we've heard them from people. A, these women have like bore your children and have had their bodies like completely stretched out and like nursed on and like shut it down all right because and you know like i like i said i was (laughs) these guys that that will get on there and and say these things to their wives and they'll they'll say get get down there and you know, in the elliptical. You know, and and you know, they got a, you got a little bit of baby fat. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we'll put on weight. Like, there's no tomorrow. And like,
1: men, you mean? Yeah, oh, we're, yeah. <laughs> we're we're
0: You know, we, we didn't have a baby. I mean, we just like you know, we just got fat with you. Like, there's no reason for it. So <laughs> wait guys, a second. Wait a second. You know what I'm saying? Just you know.
1: So so yeah so wa- yeah. so men men watch what you say to your wives too. You know, um, you can deflate. A woman's confidence mm-hmm. in an instant right and and to to be quite honest it, it it gives them every reason to not try anymore and so men notice when your wives are trying if they're not trying um you know, you can try a little subtle hint here and there. I would wear a helmet when you do that.
0: But, but, but- <laughs> you know, women know. Women yeah. know. And, and so we're talking to both. We're talking to yeah. the women saying, hey, women, your your husband needs to find you attractive. He wants to find you attractive. And that will build your confidence. And but, you
1: want him to find you, you attractive. And you want him to find you attractive. Or at least you these, should. <laughs> again,
0: these are love bank deposits. You're making right. love bank deposits. And you made a love bank deposit in me when you were all dolled up. And I make love bank deposits when I tell you Man, you just, and not all about looks either, but man, I just think you, you, uh, it looks so great today, but you know, I yeah. love your makeup. I love your hair or pick out something in particular. Um,
1: Justin told me maybe two weeks ago that he really liked the purple eye, the like purple eye makeup that I had put on. And I don't think there's been a day since you told me that, that if I've put on makeup, I've not wore that purple. It matters guys.
0: It matters. So recap. Um, wait, wait. Oh, I
1: I need to know. Did I make a love bank deposit when I went to the gym today?
0: Did you make a love bank deposit? Yeah, in you because I went
1: to the gym today.
0: In me, you should say yes. Absolutely. Well, you didn't. I was just making yeah, sure. Yeah, I was yeah. Clarifying. Yes. Well, because
1: uh, I tried the battle ropes today. Oh. <laughs> and I will tell you, I haven't tried those yet, and they are ha- hard. My heart rate was up so high, my ears were hurting. Like I felt like my sinuses might explode because I, my, my heart rate got up there. So,
0: and I haven't seen the inside of a gym for a while. So, oh, so, so she's doing like a heck of a lot better than me. So I appreciate you, baby. You're the best. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So let's recap <laughs> her need. Number three, she needs to trust him totally. So we talked about being honest and open emotionally, being, um, no, having no privacy, um, making sure your spouse knows your itinerary, um, yeah. Uh, Passwords of electronic or social media. Um, And then his need, number three, he needs a good-looking wife. Um, And this is pretty self-explanatory, but um, there's that dance that goes into it where where he compliments, he encourages, she responds in a loving way and takes his needs, his desires into consideration um, and age well together as best you can and you put the effort into it. So with that... I think we're going to close out. Um, we've talked about this before. We're on a lot of different um, platforms. Um, maybe you're an uh, iPhone user. We're on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're an Android person, uh, there's Google Podcasts, Spotify, or um, Alexa. I forget the uh, the name of the app. I think we've talked about it before. Um, there's tons of different podcast it's apps. It's on our Facebook page. Yes, it's on our Facebook page, which uh, we'd love to interact with you on. So please um, uh, look us up. Uh, we're getting there um, and uh, look us up please comment if you are an email user you can email us at we are getting their podcast at gmail.com that's w